11 a.m., but it's on Saturday morning. Watch the film and take detailed notations. Jake is on his phone feeding his gambling addiction. Fact. Lucas is on his, but he's looking up character names, and so they'll talk about a decom or maybe two or three. Jacob will explain Lucas's jokes unfunnily. <laughs> they'll offend and drink pop obnoxiously. Man, I'm wondering when will the pod get good? Oh. All right, hey, it's a whole new pod. Yeehaw. What was that, uh, uh, playoff of well in classic fashion we'll have to explain the joke yes. for this was for jacob's benefit because i did the homework and watched tangled before oh, doing so, this. is that a song so that's the the, movie. kind of the, the one theme? of like the two biggest songs in tangled okay. so that is when will my life begin and wow. it hadn't been a while since we did a parody song job so well done i spent Lucas. uh you know 10 to 15 minutes this morning and be like okay let's actually try to throw this together well, that and, was that was uh, you know ideal like bring that. in some stuff about me being mad about us doing this on a saturday yeah. uh me being mad at Jacob for being on his phone. Yeah. It's, I mean, when I write the parody, I just, um, I guess I just, just bash Jacob. Me. It's just bashing <laughs> me. And maybe I'll have to come up with a song bashing Lucas. You know, again, any, anytime you do that, I'm like, <laughs> any, sure, I challenge effort. you. Go right ahead. I'm not going to fight you on it. Any effort. Uh, thankfully, though, we had talked about it before. The movie we are covering today. Very unique in that it's very short. Very short. Uh, so it's okay that we're doing it on a Saturday morning because... Last time it's like, oh, I almost died having to do the hundredth episodes, and Jacob's like, mm-hmm, okay. Uh, <laughs> next time we will do it on a Saturday again. Yeah. Uh, but we're a whole new pod, if that wasn't clear, because we didn't really say that. Uh, we are the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. Did I say my name yet? <laughs> you didn't, and I did say mine. We referenced it in the song. <laughs> I'm Lucas Melby. I'm Jacob Telejohn. And yeah, we're talking about Tangled before ever after, which does say Not in to it get to be confused with Tangled. Ever After, yes. or Tangled Rapunzel's, or Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Yeah. So, this movie specifically says in it, a Disney Channel original movie, so anybody that tries to fight us, because essentially this is the 50-so minute pilot episode for Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, yeah. which is the 2017 to like 2020, it ran for 60 episodes or so, animated series of Tangled, which is... Interesting in a couple of, or for a couple of reasons. One, that Tangled came out in 2010, so kind of a bit of a distance between those. But also, it's a 2D cartoon, which Disney used to have a lot of spinoffs of their movies. I remember yeah. as a kid watching The Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, yes. Young yes. Hercules, those animated series. Uh, Lion King had Timon and Pumbaa. All, all represented in the Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah, and... I like those shows, and but I, I don't, I wasn't sure how Tangled would really work, but I have an idea of how that show maybe works, but not necessarily because of this movie. This movie kind of leaves some of it up for the imagination. Uh, as I said, I rewatched Tangled, which I hadn't seen since I think like 2011. Came out in 2010, but I don't think I watched it until it was like on Netflix or something. And I remembered liking it more than I ended up liking it on the rewatch. And I think... Yeah. The thing about CG animation, and I'm kind of surprised that something that came out in 2010 still had this happen, but there's always such a development. It always gets better looking and better looking, where sometimes it's hard to go back and, and watch, watch older movies. But that one's still pretty good? Looks, no, I think oh. one looked kind of bad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, this kind of looks like a DreamWorks movie, which oh. you don't want to say when it's a 
a Disney movie. Why are you hating on Shrek like that? Well, the thing is, it kind of reminded me of Shrek. Oh. But part of what Shrek is, is Shrek is purposefully ugly in a lot of ways because it's Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey Katzenberg. Those were people that left Disney to make yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's them sticking yeah, it all... to Disney by, yes. like, you know, spoofing the tropes of princesses. Yeah. So some of it is purposefully ugly, but it's also yeah. working with, like, early 2000s era animation. So some of it is just innately ugly because that's what they were able to produce. Did you know that Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek originally? I didn't. Yeah, there's even audio of him out there doing lines for it. Him saying, Oi, donkey! Yeah, but his version is really kind of weird. You have to to check it out. Scottish or whatever. No, it's it's different. You have to look into it. And then I looked up, and apparently Tangled was like extremely expensive. I think like five hundred million dollars or something, or two hundred fifty million. Yeah, and it made like six hundred million. And there was something I was reading that it's because they were like trying to develop or using some kind of special animation process where parts of it was supposed to look like like kind of like painterly or like it was oh. a painting i'm like well, i don't know that did not come across in the movie it just looks like a basic animated movie yeah. and it was at the time they hadn't made like a princess movie since Ooh. princess and the frog oh, okay. and this was their first like cg one so i don't know some of the music's decent it's alan menken who did the couple of songs in this movie in this too. movie and yeah. he of course is tied to Lots of the big Disney animated movies, as well as stuff like Little Shop of Horrors. So, you okay. Know, big, big, uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Big credit for Alan Menken. Yeah, because I remember loving The Incredibles, and I wanted to rewatch it before The Incredibles 2, but I rewatched the first Incredibles, and like, this kind of looks rough. And that was something with early Pixar movies, is they got and have got around. Because, like, a lot of the time, these characters look naturally shiny, because that's just, like, how the, I don't know, rendering process was. In Toy Story, it's like, well, they're all toys, so it's okay for them to look inhuman. Or the, a bug's life, they're bugs. It's okay yeah. for them to look shiny. Yeah. But when they start representing, like, you know, even stylized people like in The Incredibles, it still is like, eh, it's a little uncanny. I think she's still like a princess, right? She's got to be, you know, gloss. I'm just saying, 2D animation, you watch something like Pinocchio, or, you know, besides maybe some, like, aesthetic choices that are more representative of the time, yeah. yes. essentially the techniques are still there. I mean, there's more computers <clears throat> used now. But, like, 2D animation isn't going to, like, ever, unless it's, like, you know, bad, like, flash stuff on the internet. It's never going to, like, age poorly where, like, no. that looks bad. I mean, there is some stuff from, like, the mid-2000s, especially, like, anime, when they were first starting to use computers. But generally, something that was 2D animated 10 years ago, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't no. watch that and, and we were kind of talking about two kind of during the movie a little bit. This is going to be the fourth animated movie that that disney channel has had at least as far as our recollection goes. well yeah and it, it does have them listed here just, just so we have the kim possible the proud family and phineas and ferb so this would be the fourth one and phineas and ferb was a while back yeah and jacob fell asleep in that one 20 in 2011 in case you didn't remember jacob fell asleep in that one 2011 so it's been six years since we've had an animated movie and the animation style of pretty much all of those kind of reminds me of more like flash animation where it's like yeah. very low detail and it's like stylized in a way, but some of the style seems like it's maybe strategically chosen so that they can produce stuff cheaply. Yeah. And I remember aspects of the Proud family with like the weird peanut people just being like horrific. <laughs> like yeah, I didn't it, like anything yeah, about it. Was, that. It was a goofy, goofy style. And, and but I mean, this movie does kind of stay tuned with, you know, I mean, granted, a lot of Disney movies are musicals, right? But I mean, this one kind of stays tuned with a lot of the movies we've had recently being musicals. It's got as many first, songs. Our our, our first ratio. animated musical, right? I believe so. Probably, yeah. We get, I, maybe there's a Kim we only get two song. songs in it though. Yeah, but I mean, it's only like fifty some minutes, yeah. so that's still like 
maybe up to the being equal to like the descendants the first one which i will say this movie 50 minutes awesome if even if we watch tangled tangled's only an hour and 40 all every the- single descendants movie is longer than tangled <laughs> it's like the gall of the descendants making us watch Le- near two hour movies this, all the time. i mean this movie really flew by i mean it was like really quick well we might as well just get into it jacob didn't even necessarily need to have rewatched Tangled because we open up with a stylized recap. Yeah, and it's kind of like following, kind of like, I think eventually they zoom out of it as like a map. Like, oh, this is all the stories that Yeah, I think it's maybe even supposed to be like... A scroll. Because or, Rapunzel's know. always drawing stuff or painting oh, yeah, stuff. So I think yeah. it's maybe some her of her representations. Mostly being narrated by Eugene, who originally in the movie goes by Flynn Rider, but we learned that that is his fake thief name. His real name is Eugene. And this is played by Zachary Levi. All, all this, the same voice actors and actresses are from movies. At least the the main two, the yeah. big ones. I and, don't know if like the king was the same in Tangled itself or not. And he's known for his portrayal of Shazam. Uh, also, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the squeakquel. Oh, God. Or maybe he was in the third one. I don't know. As well as the show Chuck. That's what I okay. most know him for and like him for. Uh, but yeah, mo- most recently he's had some weird, maybe like anti-vax stuff. Oh, and also I, I have heard was like it. crying on Twitter being like, don't go see John Wick 4. Please see Shazam 2 with Yikes. your family. Uh, so not the best look. Little, little. And, and Mandy Moore, we we both know the name Mandy Moore, but we don't know where we know it from. Or maybe I'll we just know it from Tango. Yeah. And, so and she's Rapunzel. While we're while we're saying cast, there was one other one that was kind of fun. Um, the King's voice, who we'll introduce to soon, yeah, Clancy Brown, who is a very recognizable like character actor, but yes. also does some legitimate voice work. Y- you might know has you might know him as Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wanted to say that while we're doing this. So the title of this is Tangled Before Ever After, and I also watched Tangled. Ever After, which is about a four to five minute short yeah. that was released, I think, in 2012. Okay. That is essentially like their wedding ceremony. But then there's a bunch of hijinks between Pascal the Chameleon and Maximus the Horse where they lose the wedding rings or something. Ooh. It wasn't my favorite thing. Uh, but through the events of this movie we watched today, as well as the series it sets up, eventually it's still going to end with Eugene and Rapunzel getting married, and Rapunzel having her short brown hair. yes. Because that's how she ends up at the end of Tangled, where Eugene cuts her hair, so... Because it's only only gold or yellow when when it's long and magical. She has the magic hairs because there's this magical flower that has healing properties, but it was hidden away by evil Gothel, the evil villain of the first movie. That's only, yeah, only in the first movie. Not really movie. a stepmother, but, you know, she fills the similar evil stepmother role. Yeah. And Rapunzel's mom is pregnant with her, and she's, like, gonna die. So the kingdom finds this flower, because Gothel didn't hide it properly, and then it's used on the mother, and basically the magical properties of the flower gets passed on into Rapunzel, into her hair. So that's why Gothel kidnaps her, traps her in the tower so that when Rapunzel sings, her hair glows and it heals Gothel so that she can stay alive forever. Does she die die in the movie? Yes. What happens is her hair gets cut and then she starts to age really quickly and she gets shoved out of a window, but she turns to dust before she falls to her death. Oh my. She still dies, but it's, uh, I guess, a little less graphic because it's just like, yeah, she's like a vampire that gets Dust in the wind. 
Uh, and then through like the power of love or whatever, I think she kisses Eugene. Eugene and or otherwise, him. you called Finn. Finn Balor, Zack Ryder, Finn Balor, you know, <laughs> all of the above. He got stabbed by Gothel. So whatever. This is after Tangled, but before yes. Ever After. Yes. And we open in kind of like a in media res. What's going on? There's a, it, 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 a chase. They're being chased by guards. The castle guards, but it's yeah. like, well, she's the princess. What's well, going on here? Her? And they're jumping over big streams, and they're one of the horses is Maximus, yes. the white horse. The other horse is unnamed. A brown one. (laughs) And Pascal, the chameleon, is also on Rapunzel's shoulder. I thought it was going to be like, you know, they're training with the guards or something. But it's just she wants to get to the edge of the kingdom. To look over the wall and see how beautiful it is outside of the kingdom, I guess. The big wide world. But the guards are like, hey, you got to come back and get ready for the coronation ceremony. Because... Technically, usually coronation. I mean, we just had King Charles or whatever. It's like he's then the king. This is, I guess, that since she was kidnapped as a baby, she's being coronated as a princess officially because she's been gone the whole time. And this is where we open with one of the songs of this, Life After, Happily Ever After, which is kind of a group song because we get Rapunzel, we get Eugene singing a part, we get the king singing a part. It's kind of just checking in with every character. Uh, nothing really flashy, kind of just setting the stage. This is also where we get the title card, a Disney Channel original movie, in case anybody was trying to dispute us, being like, why didn't you cover 16 and up or whatever (laughs) that one movie is? It's like, well, it's because it didn't have a Disney Channel original movie in its title. Throughout this, Rapunzel, I think, is working with her handmaiden, Cassandra, who's a new character for the show. We're introduced to Cassandra. She's the lady-in-waiting, and she's waiting for Rapunzel when when her and Eugene get back from their racing around. And a lot of what we see of Rapunzel is, hey, she lived in a tower her whole life. She doesn't really know how to act around other people, let alone how to act like a princess. And Cassandra kind of was giving off kind of like evil vibes to me, but maybe she's just, you know... Well, she's a new character, so it's like, well, we're setting up a show... We have to have some kind of conflict. She right? had some funky colored and hair. She has I think. black hair, so I, I mean, yeah. I don't know. she seems kind of evil to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, black eyeshadow. Maybe I don't remember exactly her look, but yeah, she, she kind of looked evil. But we, we do. We, it, it's not like a spoiler or anything. She's not evil. She's just kind of a badass. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's way cooler than Eugene. Eugene sucks. Yeah, I didn't like him that much, or at least in my rewatch, didn't like him that much in the movie. He's even lamer in this show or this movie and show. So Rapunzel gets met up with her parents and then she's meeting all like the the courtesans they're coming you know the duchess of whatever the duke of such and such and then some lady with some really big hair who's kind of rude to rapunzel in an evil way in an evil way makes some comment about her being barefooted because all she is is barefoot just like in the original movie she's barefoot throughout all of this yeah she, she tracks mud in the castle and like the people you know have to clean it up get upset at her and yeah there's, there's maybe a thematic aspect that there's actually way back when i watched oh, this movie originally i remember oh. making a facebook status being like why was she barefoot the whole fucking movie now there was like know. glass and stuff and somebody's like it's because she got to experience the world for the first time oh. feeling grass and water but why is she still barefoot i don't know it's maybe just a little gross yeah I don't think Quentin Tarantino her, her, consulted on this. Her feet are but... dirty. They do show that she's tracking mud and stuff. Oh, around. do they? Yeah, yeah. In, in the castle, they were, they were getting upset at her. Uh, so, yeah. Rapunzel's kind of embarrassed about this. Then there's a big court dinner where Eugene gets in front of everybody and proposes to Rapunzel. 
And, and she says, like, we're going to stay here, here forever, forever in the and, castle. And she dwells on this and, like, in her mind, she's like, forever, forever. And, like, because she wants to explore, says, obviously. Forever, ever? She wants forever, to, ever? Forever, ever? She wants to explore and leave the castle and, you know. Because she spent her whole life locked trapped. in a tower. And so the, she has a lot of the world she wants this, to yeah, see. And this would basically be the same thing as is what he's proposing. Proposing, and maybe Eugene's proposing. not the right guy. Maybe not. Maybe she should get with Cassandra. I don't know. Ooh, I ship it. <laughs> So, speaking to Cassandra, Cassandra, Cassandra says, hey, I think what you need is a knight on the town. But how can I do that? Well, we're going to sneak out. And Cassandra... Well, she still kind of has, like, evil vibes. Because she opens up a giant chest or wardrobe, no, wardrobe of, or like, something. weapons. There's, like, those mace things. Isn't that what they're called? Like, the spiky balls on the end. Yeah. Just, just everything. Any Maces, kind of medieval weapon. butcher knives, what have you. And then she kind of Black puts on, cloaks. like, a... A cloak. Yeah. So she looks more of like a rogue or an adventurer than a, a lady in waiting. Yeah. And she also has an owl whose name is Owl. Yeah. Who then like doesn't show up. No, <laughs> I, I, I assume he'll be in, you know, the, the show. So I, I, I was hoping, you know, he made a comeback. Cause he, he seemed kind of like uh, had a little bit of an attitude to him. And then there's a, a fun or somewhat fun little goofy cartoon scene where Eugene Goes to Rapunzel's room to apologize for good. her. But Pascal has to, behind like a screen, yeah. he has built a Rapunzel with like a light like behind a her. So it's a silhouette. So, yes. you know, Eugene's kind of doing the thing where he's like, I know you don't want to talk to me right now. So he just goes on and on. And Pascal is like reacting Moving silently. Moving hands and stuff. You know, occasionally you'll see his tongue like go after a fly. So it's kind of kind of funny that he, you know. He... But then it ends with him screwing up and Rapunzel's head, head falls off. falls off and, and Eugene freaks out, obviously. And then he sees who he calls Frog. He calls this thing Frog and he turns red. And then they, you know, kind of interrogate him. Where is she? And he doesn't know. So yeah, Eugene is worried about where Rapunzel is. I think he kind of runs into the king, and the king is like, where's Rapunzel? And she just like, needs some time to herself. Yeah, she's definitely in her room. And he's like, okay, I'll give her time, but when you see her next, you tell her I need to speak to her. And I think we maybe had at least one other cutaway, but here we cut away again to... There was some kind of throwaway thing that, like, when uh rapunzel was kidnapped the king really cracked down on crime which yeah they locked up all i guess the people. before rapunzel was kidnapped it was just like ah, just go crazy guys do whatever yeah. you want crime's not a big deal but then lady kane who spoiler alert is also that snooty rich lady yes, earlier in the hair yeah she had yes. talked to these people and be like hey just like fuck shit up uh, so we see some guys going around town doing crimes. Yeah, we, we, but then they just get captured. We, we don't see Lady Kane till like till like the reveal of her in her big hair outfit, do we? Maybe we see like a, a side view, like a profile. I think we see view. her once before. Yeah, because the thing is, is when she's the Duchess, she's got a giant wig on. Yeah. her face is filled with she, white makeup. She's meant to so, be in disguise. Yeah. Like we don't know that's really her yet. Though Jacob referred to the Duchess and be like, what about that evil lady? I'm like, well, she was just mean and she was snobby. She wasn't evil. And it's like, no, actually, she was <laughs> evil. But I don't know. I didn't think there was a way to know that. But well, I, I, mean, I also, I also that thought her, consciousness I did it. think her best friend was evil. I, I know there had to be a bad. There had to be somebody bad. Well, yeah. I and mean, we were working within 50 minutes. So, you know, stuff's got to move kind of quickly. Quick. Yes. Uh, then we get the second song of the movie. As they're out exploring. Exploring, yeah. This is Wind in My Hair, which I thought was a much more fun song. And it makes sense because hair. this is also the theme song for Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. We hear it a couple of times in yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's, And then it's, you'd be hearing it, I like it every single episode. So you need much more of like a fun bop. So this feels very much in line with 
when will my life begin where it's you know upbeat poppy kind of song so they're on the horses and they eventually get to like a bridge that looks pretty treacherous so I, they, as somebody who's been playing a lot of uh legend of zelda mm-hmm. it's like oh they're out exploring yeah, now they gotta climb this wall oh, and get and off their horses but they, what's this they, mysterious thing they're finding spooky so they get to this bridge and they have to get off the horses and then they kind of you know walk across the bridge and, you know, it starts to break and crumble, you know, but they do eventually get across it. And Cassandra's actually bringing Rapunzel to, like, a, a location, like, that she had preset. And it's, it's, like a, it's like a monument. Which, actually, then it's like, why is Cassandra taking her here? It seems a little, like, Sussy. ulterior motives. But then it's still, she's fine in the end. Yeah. So this place is marked with, like, a, a plaque or yeah. a kind of like a monument. Yeah, thing. I don't know, yeah. That this is where the flower was found when they that needed healed to her save mother. the queen. Yes. But there's all these like sharp spikes, black spikes around it. Yes. So there are already a few of these black spikes up there. And Rapunzel goes up to like touch, to touch one of them. Well, before she does, uh, Cassandra says like, yo, check this out. And she swings her sword at it. And, and, and it, it breaks. breaks. So they're very strong. They're very strong, spiky rocks. So then Rapunzel touches one of the rocks and just stuff starts to go like, wild like more rocks start shooting out there's like a big kind of like explosion yeah where they're blowing back and then her hair her long flowing golden hair is back it's long all of a sudden it just just grows like 50 feet out of nowhere and then we get a bit of a an action escape sequence yeah as rocks like these spiky rocks were in the ground start jutting out more and more and her and cassandra have to run through the woods and stuff and cassandra's trying to block them like by ripping down boulders and stuff they eventually get back to the bridge. And throughout this, I really like the visuals because yes. it's nighttime. There's kind of like blues and yeah. purples. Yeah. Uh, and then her hair is just like glowing and it's a really nice contrast. Honestly, I kind of like this the visuals of this movie more <laughs> than the actual Tangled movie in some ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah and it, it's, it, it's growing back as they run. This is kind of... I mean, I mean it gets they gotta really have long. some kind of action, I guess. But it's kind of a lengthy. They'd be like, "Oh no, yes. the bridge is falling." So yeah, like like her hair gets stuck in rocks on the bridge, and they get to the other side, and they're like, "Oh, how are we gonna do it?" So Cassandra tries to cut it, and obviously it breaks the blade again. And it's like well, her not hair's... obviously. Well, no, because in the yes. original movie, okay. her hair wasn't indestructible, but it seems to have taken on the same Super properties strength. of the black spike. So then, um, the horse. Maximus. Maximus has to like run down the bridge and there's action like the, the bridge keeps crumbling and crumbling and is it going to fall? Is he going to make it? And eventually, I don't know, he must break away the rocks where her hair were trapped. And like like the good horse. Freeze. Like the good horse aggro in Shadow of the Colossus who saves you at the final Colossus by throwing you off a broken bridge. Wow. Maximus saves Rapunzel on this yes. broken bridge. So the horse, yes, comes back and it like jumps over Cassandra and Rapunzel and they Rapunzel grabs onto like it's it's must be the saddle or something I don't or and, and then uh, Cassandra grabs onto Rapunzel's hair maybe or her cape or something cape or something and then like like so Rapunzel and Maximus, we don't need the complete play by play it's very intense it's like oh my god it. is so so is, so Cassandra like almost falls but the horse saves her so that was the thing is at that moment it was a lot of action it was, it, was, it, was, it was a good scene it's actually the other horse Maximus doesn't oh save no her. yeah it's the, the other horse. horse. But I was like, well, if she falls to her quote-unquote death, 
she's evil, evil and will come back later. But then she gets saved. And yeah, I'm like, also, yeah, she has an owl named Owl. She can't be a bad guy. That's too goofy. <laughs> so yeah, they're saved. And they're like, oh, man, we need to head back to the castle, I guess. So yeah, they sneak back into her room. and But it is daytime now. They have been gone, I guess, a Or at least while. morning. Yeah, and the guards are all out. They've beefed up security because they know she's gone. Like, it's now known that she's been away from the castle. And then uh, Cassandra uses her wardrobe of weapons, tries to cut her Everything. hair. Like a really giant, like 10 foot tall, you know, like axe axe thing, breaks the table in half, all these other knives and stuff. It's all breaking with, yeah. with the oh, hair. It's a cartoon, so they get to do a lot of fun over the top stuff. But now they know Eugene's on his way up to the, the room, right? So now they need to hide all the hair because they can't chop it off. So they just start... Shoving it in drawers, under beds. But then he just comes in and he's like, oh, holy hair. And it's like, (laughs) all right, yep, Eugene knows now. But then, like, Rapunzel can't tell him the full story because Cassandra's like, I'll be fired because I snuck out with you. So it's just like to protect Cassandra and Cassandra doesn't like Eugene. So she's like, he won't protect my secret. So that's like a little, it's not even really that big of a deal. Beef between the two. But it's a little like forced drama. Yeah. As well as like, Oh, it's the coronation. It's like, how long is this coronation? It feels like every time Dave, we're leading up yeah. to the coronation, but it's just like, oh, well, this was the coronation meet and greet. This was the coronation dinner. But now we're like actually getting to the coronation ceremony. And what Rapunzel does is she gets one of like the big wigs that, that we see that the evil lady had on earlier. Like it's it's big. It's like or big, that you just would hair. see like French aristocracy, yeah. you know, during the era of like Louis it's, the Sixteenth. It's fun because she's like having to balance it. It's like enough, you know, fall off her head because there's just so much hair. So yeah, she she's got it in the in the wig thing, the oversized wig. So she has her hair hidden. So then she's like talking to her parents, and w- at one point her mom comes by herself to her room. And reveals a present to her that's a journal the mom wrote a bunch of adventures in. And Rapunzel's like, what, mom? You went on adventures? She's like, yeah, I had to find myself. I didn't really know what I wanted to do or be. And here, I have one that's empty. And I want you to fill it in with your adventures. But she's like, but I'm going to be a princess. When am I going to get to do that? <laughs> and then... We, we get a little montage of, like, criminals and stuff. Like, committing crimes. Like, the ones that yeah, were part of the Yeah, I kind of talked about that earlier. Where... Lady Kane. So, yeah, this is kind of showing them all getting locked up. Because they, they're all going to the same place. So, they're being brought to the castle where the coronation is taking place. Yeah, it ends up being kind of like a Joker in the Dark Knight where I we purposely wanted to be captured just so that they can get released from prison. But it's like, I don't know. I don't think the the royal family would have their like living quarters right no. above the dungeon. I, I thought that was kind of <laughs> silly too, but whatever. You know, it, it served the plot of the movie. It had to happen, Lucas. And that gets revealed during the actual coronation ceremony where... The mean duchess sneaks down to prison, yes. does some like kung fu action to take out the guards, yeah. frees the prisoners, revealing that she's Lady Kane. So and they then they go up, up and, and take the the king as well as some other like royals or uh, court people hostage to put in like a carriage. Wagon. Yeah, wagon. Yeah. And here Rapunzel takes off her wig to reveal that she has her long magic golden hair. Yes. And she kind of starts to use it. And there's a lot of this in Funny, Tangled itself, ways. but she's using it essentially like Spider-Man where yeah. she's like tying Ropes guys and stuff up and, and just multi-tooled hair. Yeah, it's, it's fun. This is like a big, big it fight scene. It's her, it's Cassandra, it's Eugene, and they're all fighting, you know, like the, the, the bad, bad guys. guys that are now in um, guard outfits, I guess. And Cassandra's actually the one kind of taking on Lady Kane 
initially. Yeah. And then, like, Lady Kane takes out, like, some fans. So she's fighting with fans. Yeah. Speaking of fans, or should I say pans, uh, Rapunzel gets a pan that's hanging on, like, the wagon. And then Flynn, or sorry, Eugene gets it and he throws it like a boomerang to take out And it some takes guys. out three guys that were standing kind of in a circle. He throws it and it goes bang, bang, you and know, I'm off like, their skulls. I still don't like Eugene. That, that You're not getting good. me moving. That was, that was a good good move. And they defeat the bad guys uh, in funny fashion because Lady Kane's trying to escape and be like, hey, oh yeah, it's something like her dad got put in prison because he like stole something. So that's, she's getting revenge on the royal family or whatever from 18 uh... years ago. Uh, but then, like, the door just gets, like, she's by a door and she's about to escape. And then the door Basically just gets squashed. Like, she gets Max crushed by the, the, yes, the white horse. And it's like, uh, is she dead? I can't remember. We if maybe see, see her, her get yeah, shackled up and taken remember. away. But we, I don't we, think she's going to be, like, the big bad of the entire show. No. Because we, we do have a scene a little, little coming up here. We cut later that day where, like, the... Royal Hall's kind of all torn up, and yeah. Rapunzel's talking to her dad and explains, like, yeah, we went to this place, and then it, like, restored my hair, and it's indestructible. You left the castle walls? Did you go by yourself? You deliberately disobeyed me. Yeah. I can't remember girl. what that's from. Is that from I don't... Little Mermaid? Is that King Triton? Saying Maybe. Terrible, you deliberately disobeyed me. The human world is no good. <laughs> uh, and kind of surprisingly, because I'm like, well, where are the adventures going to get set up? And the dad says, you're forbidden to leave the walls because you're my daughter and I don't want to lose you again. So like every episode, is she just, just going to be sneaking out of the castle? Know. So then she has kind of an emotional, not like makeup scene, but just kind of like, hey, here's what's happening, Eugene. Yeah. This is what our status is. Yes. Uh, Eugene brings her a cupcake. Mm-hmm. which was a callback to earlier because like when she was going out in the town, she was trying to have fun. She was trying to interact with the townspeople. Somebody gave or gave her a cupcake, and the guards just like smashed it, you know, could like you know just to make sure it wasn't poison. Get away, poor. Yeah, basically, like she offered to braid a little girl's hair, and they just like the guards started doing it, but was like talking on the kids' Freaking hair. Pepper Head. sprays her in the face, <laughs> kicks her down. Yeah, and then we get a reprise of "Wind in My Hair." She yes. goes out onto her balcony, and it's very like Belle at the beginning of the Beauty and the Beast, you know, emotional kind of. Basically, it's implying she's looking out on the horizon. I'm going to go in on an adventure. We assume because she also, I think, before this, looks at her journal, and in it, there's some French phrase to your from yeah, her mom being essentially like, "Make your own." The journeys, world is big, right? or yeah. I, I don't know, something like that. Uh, yes, because we do see the journal again about this time, where it just starts spanning through all the pages because she's, you know, plotting. You know, what should I do? And they're all, every page is empty, and then they're all ready for the a new story. Très bien, <laughs> très bien. Oui, oui. Yes. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. With or this, is it? Thinking there's going to be some adventures, even though not really setting it up like i thought it was like oh it's just the show's is going to be about her setting out to try to correct her hair because we know it has to eventually end at her wedding where she has her short brown hair again in the the sequel movie right or in the little or short. the short yes but yeah right at the before the credits we see a, a first person point of view mysterious cloaked the figure. actual use of pov as opposed yes. to the tiktok trend of saying pov when it's actually you looking at somebody doing something <laughs> and that's the the perspective not a first person perspective uh, uh, sorry you know i'm just a very big fan of certain pov videos so oh, <laughs> I, I bet you are see that's that's my growth not say that jacob's the fan thank of you things. thank you but okay so going back to this mysterious cloak figure it's looking at well we don't f- even know if it's cloaked because it's that 
POV. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. Because they're kind of some... like going through the bushes. Yeah. And we know they're, they're evil gloves, because the music evil. Glo- yes. <laughs> creepy music, creepy gloves. But it's looking at the magical flower spot that she had broken. Yeah, you know, it had with all the, the spikes spiky stuff. rocks and stuff. And that's it. And then it just cuts to, again, to uh, Wind in My Hair. And then, for the credits yeah, song. See all the and I danced. Cast and stuff. Yeah, he was dancing. He was bipping and bopping and booping. So not exactly like the biggest tease to like get people to like watch the show. But no. honestly, I always brought it up when we watch a movie for like Length did the Even purposes? Stevens movie make me want to watch the show. Did Kim Possible make me want to watch the show? No. I'm probably not gonna watch the Tangled series. But this is the it closest because I'm like, this art style's pretty fun. Yeah. I can foresee there being lots of fun, like hair you know fighting and things yes. stuff like that still probably not going to watch it but this is the closest out of any of them that i would have gotten to wanting to watch yeah so no, overall it was, like it, was it feels weird to be like i guess i can't give it three and a half stars because the only then I let box, top 10 like is this good enough for your new top 10 is this making i know it's one where mind. it's like it probably is like three or three and a half stars honestly yeah but it's good. It's not really a movie, even no. though no, I'm fine with it only being 55 minutes. Yeah, it's not even an hour hour long. It, it did. It really went by quick. And how but it's far one where it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna put it in my top 10 just because, like, what's our episode at right now? What's our what's our length? Uh, approaching maybe 35 minutes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. We got we got a few other things to do. Yeah. Uh, you have any final greater thoughts on? tangled I, before ever I, after I just, I, it was it was better than i than i maybe i don't know it, it was it was just it was fun it was it was a fun movie it had action that i enjoyed you know it wasn't like overly like a better I, I action like, than the fucking yeah. kim possible movie yeah it, I, it was it was it was good i enjoyed it i, I don't really have too much more to say good all right <laughs> let's wrap it up wrap it up yeah, it was i don't know it was good I well i think this is one of the first ones we've had in a while where when we talk about never remember Good Rapunzel and Cassandra. We'll let her have Cassandra. Eugene, not in the mix. No. Uh, Pascal and Maximus, maybe in the mix. Yeah. Could this crew have stopped 9 11? I say yes. And, you know, hair super long. She can maybe even, like, go pick up the other planes. Wow. Since we seem to have gotten recently so hung up on, like, they can only stop one plane. Realistically, you know, they could stop one plane, but not the others. But no. We got to be a little bit magical with this one. Well, especially with her indestructible hair. True. She could maybe save the Twin Towers, but that could maybe just lead to... She could to, wrap it around it. That could just lead to just... other destruction oh, <laughs> with, oh. like, broken planes or something. Yikes. Uh, but yeah. yeah, why not? And, Cassandra or, But then she sings, have. and that brings about, like, the restorative properties of her hair. And then she oh. just, like, saves the city. So wow. Rapunzel's our greatest hero. Yeah. She's... Like a know, superhero. Now she's a top-tier uh, Disney princess. Yeah. Nah. She... She's... Eh, maybe Six, top seven. five. Yeah. If you count like, like you gotta have Mulan like, is considered a Disney princess. Like, I know, like they kind of retroactively did, but who are your top Disney princesses? Like there's Snow White. Really, she, you're going with Snow White as a top. She's one? a top five, right? Okay. I haven't watched Snow White for a while. Yeah, my number know. one, like, like Belle. Belle number one. Belle Easy number one. Number two, Cinderella. Fuck off. Well, I mean, like, realistically, like, come What do you on. mean, realistically? Like, are we making them fight or something? Oh, you mean, like, oh, okay. Which ones you like the most? Yeah. I'm not talking about, like, chronologically, yeah. She has, her own, she has her own castle at damn Disney World, man. Half of these, uh, I mean, they all have, or, well, sure, at Disney World. Uh, number one for me, Belle. Yeah. Number two, probably, probably Jasmine. Number three, okay. Ariel. Number four, maybe Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. 
And then maybe five is where Rapunzel comes in. Okay. This is the high content. You you come to a whole new podcast. You, you maybe you'll have more... greater feelings once you play all of Kingdom Hearts yeah. and you encounter some more of the you, Disney You, you put some more thought into your, your uh, Disney princesses, yes. Well, speaking of Kingdom Hearts, a Uh-oh. segment that I had meant to bring up in the past, but I had forgotten. One that I also forgot I titled, and I think the title was Sergeant Telejohn's <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Club. Oh, no. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts band or something. Wow. Some, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart band. Yeah. That's the parody. So Jacob had been playing Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if he really yeah. has anything to check in. On. Since we played last, I I may have played it a little bit more, but I may have played it, you know, maybe not in the in the, the right order. I, I may have swung on Pooh's swing. You know, I may be... But you're you know, still in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yes, I, I'm not definitely... I thought, when you're saying no, different order, no. you're like, then I just jumped to then Kingdom I, Hearts 3, drop distance. And I'm like, I do not recommend that. No, I, I'm still on 1. Definitely on 1. What was the last, like, major world you No, I, I, I mean, I'm still in Deep Jungle. Oh, God, yeah. That's the thing, is like... I don't need to go in too deep, but I was like, Jacob was mad that he didn't get like buy like an art print or I, I something. That anime detour. I'm like, motherfucker, you haven't even beaten the first game. Just give me some time. We'll we'll get back into it. I mean, I don't blame you for maybe getting hang- hung up on Deep Jungle because honestly, it is probably, if not the worst world, at least like in contention. Well, like, at top least two or at, three at worst least, world in the entire series. At least I don't need to go through the whole thing where you need to rewatch the cutscenes and stuff like a bajillion times. Yes, no, yeah. that's horrendous. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll I'll, check I'll in say, briefly, probably because Jacob will. I don't know. Did you get Hogwarts Legacy for? No, I haven't even gotten that yet. But it's I, out I, on your system now. I know. So maybe eventually. I was going to ask you about your 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 Zelda. Do we need like to hear your Zelda updates? Is there anything? I mean, the game's really good, but it doesn't have any Disney connection. Nothing. To That's it. why I was bringing okay. up Kingdom Hearts. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's got you know the Disney Disney all up in that bitch as uh, Tetsuya Nomura would say. He's like, here's my pitch: Final Fantasy. Plus, Disney all up in this bitch. And Jacob is moving into place where now we will move into our next segment, a whole new pop, where I hadn't put the cans that we're going to do within reach. So I, I just wanted to get them closer to so you. Jacob move. is very strategic. So we have, as I said, cans this time. So my parents, they're aware that, well, A, I don't drink alcohol. So do they, they know, know that like we do soda. this segment? I think so. Yeah, yeah they must. So th- they also probably were like, well, I think when they gave me these, I'm like, well, I, it was either during Lent or close to Lent. And I'm like, well, I'm going to save these for the podcast. And I also can't drink them for at least 40 days. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a double feature we're doing this time, which might prove interesting because these could be ones we'd really want well, to cleanse our palate for. Yeah. Let's do the red one first. But we have I, I want to get, get like a pure flavor of that one. I, I think that'll be the best. We have two sour warheads. Oh, oh it my says God. warheads. Was it always warheads sour? Uh, I guess I'm not sure. We have watermelon and green apple. And Sour yes. Warheads is a candy, I believe, started out as a hard candy. Yeah. Though, honestly, I don't know if they make the hard candies anymore. I feel like they've had, What like, is it now? Like a goo? Gummies. Like a, yeah. yeah. I feel like I find... I mean, they've got sodas. I'm like, I just like the hard candies as a kid, but like they were don't they seem like to exist Were they like little balls? Anymore. Were they like the little balls ones? Uh, I little... think they were just like normal, like, circle hard candies. Okay. So the thing was, like... They start out really, really sour. They had, you know, like a powder around. Like where they were like, whatever. make your gums bleed. You, They would make you look like the guy on the cover. Puckering up. Yeah, yeah you'd be doing a duck face. Take a selfie now. <laughs> and then they'd get sweet pretty quickly on. Okay. So yeah, I enjoyed I, them. I don't know what to expect. So, yeah, I don't know if I really had sour sodas too much. 
Not an, in- uh, an insane amount of sugar. I'm excited. I, I'm excited, but I'm ready to hurt. Does it burn your nose when you smell it? No. All right. Not too much. We, we got the green one, too. True. Yeah, not too much. Don't want to give us a stomach ache. Some stomach ache. We'll see I also don't want to spill something. We'll see if we like this one. Are we ready to slurp? Well, the smell of it kind of reminds me of, like, sparkling juices. Okay. You know, which I partake in around the holidays since I don't drink alcohol. All right, we can go. Yeah, it's more, it just kind of reminds me of, like, a, a cranberry. This one especially tastes more just like a cranberry yeah, juice it's, it's than not, really, like, really watermelon. It's really not sour, is it? It's not like I mean I'd say it's pretty tart. Yeah, it's it's, it's not like it's not like ah you know like it I don't really feel like the watermelon though. And that's the thing is the sour warhead starts out sour but turns sweet, so it's kind of impossible to approximate yeah, that. Flavor it kind of has it, yeah, it kind of has a little sourness at the beginning, and like you said, it's more. Yeah, I, I like this one. I would I would promote this one. Jacob's making a case to get the rest of the can or mm-hmm. whatever. Where the other one we have Whoa. is green apple. And historically, I would say I am not a very big fan of green apple flavored things. I was very much up up in arms when Skittles switched the green Skittles from being lime to being green apple. Jacob is pulling out some water now. So that's the the extra crunching and stuff that I'll, you know what? I won't edit around it here. Now Skittles have brought back the lime and I don't know. It's just not the same anymore. I don't really care. Do you need some water? I mean, I got my water okay, over here, okay. but I don't know if you wanted to, nah. to cleanse your palette. Filling up mine. There are some uh, apple sodas out there that I've enjoyed, but I don't know about the sour green aspect of this. Interesting color. So the the the. What do you mean it's green? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but like, like they are the color they they are supposed to be. It's not just like they're like a weird dark cola in like a you know like. Well, a, they would never do that. I feel like I mean, cola only is that color. I think because of dyes and stuff like that. I don't think. But it uh, is green. Yes. Are you ready? Does it smell the same? Three, two, one. Fuck it. Mm. Whoa, that's maybe a little bit more of a. I mean, we get a little more of the apple, but I think the emphasis on the sour, I think, kind of just adds, like, a baseline flavor. Is more sour. I feel like this one's maybe a little more sour. Because I don't know what you would use to get the sour taste, yeah. but it's probably got to be the same thing. Acid or something? Whatever flavor you're using. Isn't it some kind of acid? Well, let's look what our ingredients say. It says nuclear waste. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... Carbonated water, sugar, malic acid, malic acid, natural flavors, preservatives, and then yellow five, blue one. I think it's that malic acid. Well, also, whatever the natural flavors are. I mean, that could be oh. lemon. We also have in waiting black cherry and lemon, uh, but Jacob didn't want malic acid is sour. You heard it here first, guys. But yeah, maybe drinking four of these. Uh, could give a bit of a tummy ache. I mean, this one also, yeah, kind of sp- tastes just like a bit more of a tart Martinelli's sparkling. It aids in stomach digestion. Juice. Well, I'll take a poop later. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, look forward. We'll we'll round out. I don't know if this is the full range of flavors, but my parents got me four of these. What were the other two? Black we- cherry and lemon. I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to them. I, I didn't mind these. These were good. So that was a whole new pop. Then I think we'll be to the wrap-up. YouTube. Uh, yeah. So you can write in about 
your memories of Sour Warheads or your feelings on Tangled, or if you are familiar with the Tangled animated series, you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, you know the deal. Rate us and review us where you can. Follow us, spread the word. And, and, and it, 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 I would say, if you did come across this podcast from my, my TikTok account, thank you for tuning in. And, um, you know, hopefully... Thank you for getting to the, the real stuff. Yeah, I just wanted the to thank, thank the people I was, you know, may, may have stopped on by. And I'll, I'll plug YouTube.com slash a whole new pod as well to like, comment, subscribe on all the stuff there. And we did get a recent... Ooh. I didn't catch it for some reason. I thought they always like... A good rest- review or a bad review? It's a little bit of a both, so Ooh. it's a four-star review, so it's oh. like, you know, I'd say we're a four-star podcast at times. Yes. This comes to us from KTM Dancer. Title, if you like DCOMs, try it. I tried this because Wizards of Waverly Pod is so disappointing because they never talk about the show. So looking into that, Wizards of Waverly Pod is not one of our typical competitors of people <laughs> doing all the DCOMs or whatever. Yeah. It's the, the recent hot trend in podcasts, which is... People from a TV show, yes, watch episodes of the show and talk oh, it's, about so them. it's so them, it's huh? Two people the... from—I mean, it's not like Selena Gomez or whatever, yeah, but it's... but it's people from Wizards of Waverly Place. Apparently, not talking about the show. Weird. Uh, I would only listen to like the the Sopranos. So, part. so they somehow came across us from like, that. Uh, Pam and Angela yeah, from yes, the Office, they, yes, Office Girls or whatever. I think it they've is. watched all the episodes though, so. This was suggested for me on iTunes, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> they actually talk about the movies, so that's great. So far, I'm enjoying it mostly. One of the hosts is a little questionable. <laughs> kind of weird to make so many jokes about it, too. Oh. Which, I'm sorry, Jacob, I believe that's in oh reference my. to you. And some of it is, you know, we play characters, or at least maybe more amped up versions of ourselves. And sometimes I maybe force a narrative on Jacob. Wow. But also, there's plenty of audio evidence of jacob and maybe episodes with jacob and sam saying oh, certain no. things so maybe you know every, every comedy or a joke there's a kernel of truth in there and that's why it makes it funny yikes uh but you know maybe try to ease up on that uh also they probably should have addressed matt pro cops abuse unless i missed it i love geek charming but he's basically blacklisted in hollywood after all the abuse happened when they were dating irl during his roles from this movie and on all of which sarah highland were in was in as well so this is in reference to the star of geek charming the the boy in that him and sarah highland were dating at the time of making that movie as well as after and apparently he's a piece of shit uh we did not address this it's one of those things where i think i only came across it after i we did the episode yeah because you know there's varying levels of when i do research and i think i came across that in like letterboxed reviews for the movie whereas like IMDb trivia doesn't have like this guy was an abuser yeah. <laughs> as like a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things where I think by the time I learned about it, it was, you know, when do I bring it up? I forget to bring up stuff that's relevant to movies we watch yeah. in the episodes we actually watch. Uh, but it's one of those things where I do still like Geek Charming. I like it more of obviously for Sarah Highland, where is this guy was kind of like, I don't know. He's kind of just a fuckboy weird movie guy so yeah i still like geek charming apparently this guy's a piece of shit uh but i like it for sarah highland yeah and jacob's not as much of a piece of shit as you (laughs) maybe think unless i was just saying unless you're into that but i would say probably at least as reviewer negative one star into that so 
Thanks for the review. And yes. as I've said before, we appreciate all the positive reviews. Thank but, you, you know, to our, our Brazilian we fans. We appreciate the leave that un, <laughs> un uh, addressed at all. If you got you know some criticism or some advice for us, feel free to write those in the reviews as well. Yeah, I think with that. Next up, we've got Descendants 2. Oh, my. Big, a big one. And then I think after that, it's Zombies. I thought Zombies oh. was actually the next one. Unfortunately, it's Descendants 2. Maybe it'll be better than the first one. Paul Hohen, right? Or no? No. No. It was, it was Kenny not... Ortega. Kenny Ortega. Uh, so, I mean, they can only go up from the first one. Yeah. I think it'll be good. And with that, I think we don't say it enough on this podcast, and I think it bears repeating. A, B, D, C. Always be decoming. Decoming. Am I still to create the perfect system? Yeah.